courtesy of BAP. Sports.com, Stitcher.com, iTunes, where you subscribe to this lovely, sexy, wonderful podcast for free. Tune in media for your mobile devices, Google Play Podcast, and we are also on Spotify. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the show that we so lovingly call BAP on Bulls. The show totally, utterly, and foreverly dedicated to the Chicago Bulls and NBA talk. I am Big Dave. I am Chris. Hello, Chris. What's up, man? How are you? Doing good. That is good. <laughs> I am happy. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. It's been it's, it's, it's been a huge gap of uh of activity between shows. Yeah, yeah. Been a huge gap of activity. A lot of things have happened. Our last show was with the great Mark Chanowski. Um, and people just asked me yesterday when when are we gonna do shows? I did I did a, a bunch of podcasts for you know locked on with Matt. Um, mm-hmm. I got a bunch more to do because I've been asked to be on some. So okay. my weekend's my weekend's done basically. Uh, so yeah, but I, I'm excited. I'll talk bulls than anybody. It's it's fine. I'm I'm, co- I'm totally cool. I'm totally cool with it, man. But yeah, how you been though? Everything all right? Everything's good, man. Just you know working. Um, I bought some. Uh, up, I upgraded the condo a little bit, so I think you'll be proud of my my, my, my slight upgrades. Now, when you say upgrade, to... what do you mean by upgrade here? Uh, uh, a fr- piece of furniture or two. Oh, your 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 your, your arch nemesis, the uh, furry rug, is gone. It's my arch nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the rug that you hate because you know you're you know Fergus everywhere. That's the yeah. thing gone. So uh, oh, I, 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 I've done a surprise for you. I'll leave. You, you can oh, 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 we got surprise. <laughs> all right, all right. That's Dub's way of saying, hey, man, could you come hang out with me? I would, I would, I would like my friend to come hang out with me. That's his way of saying well, that. I, just, I, I, don't, I don't have any pictures hanging on the wall yet, so I'm still a serial killer. Report. <laughs> yes, yes. But, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad. Well, you're learning. Now, soon I'll have to downgrade you to just regular manslaughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, soon I will downgrade you. But for right now, I'm still worried about serial killer. Like it's still it's still an issue for me, man. But yeah, it, it's getting better, and I'm very excited. I'm very excited. It's getting better. You're getting better. Bulls getting better. Like it's, yes, it's bulls good. Getting better. That's right. That's like, right. This is good, man. This is good. So yeah, let's get. Oh, before I get into, um, I, I guess we have to say this because we're gonna start it uh, next week. But the tournament yes. of trash, it will begin uh, next week, and we will unveil right now what the actual topic oh, shall be. Okay. Hold on, hold it, hold it. No, let's do a tease. We used, okay. we used to tease a lot, right? Sure, sure. And we stopped. So we're going to tease to the end of the show. Tease? Right? Ooh! Leave it out. What the, what the, what the, what, yeah, what the, what the term of the trash will be this year. Ooh. It's, it's a pretty good topic. I think you guys will like it. All right. I think y'all like it, too. I think you'll like it, too. Yeah. And, and, Chris, and Chris came up with it. Like, and it's very good, and I like it. And, yeah. So if y'all hate it, it's also his fault. So you know. <laughs> it's, all of, it's funny how we come up with the topics. It's all organic and it just pops in our head. Yeah, it just pops time. up. Yeah, yeah. And we still have that. We still have the breaking break glass <laughs> in case of emergency ball on I mean, uh, tournament of trash that y'all don't know about. But we got one. We've had one for about, what, two, three years? Yeah, and it's, yeah. And it's for emergency purposes in case we can't right. come up with anything. But we haven't had to use it because something always pops in our head. And we are best, very blessed to have things just pop in our head that – we can come up with and figure stuff out. So that's really cool. That's really cool. Oh, I'll, uh, uh, shout out to uh, uh, Pooh. Shout out to Henry. Uh, shout out to Kim. Shout out to Vaughn. Shout out to Jalen uh, out there in Cali. Uh, shout out to Trail and his family. 
uh sean and his beautiful family they fed me filipino food it was <laughs> i never had filipino food in my life i lost yeah. my mind it was incredible what a feast it was great um yeah shout out to everybody i met and hung out with uh when i was out of town yeah love y'all y'all give incredible great time it was beautiful thank y'all for all the hospitality and love man and yeah it was great but <laughs> let's get to this yes a lot of to cool get stuff. to this we have a very special guest now this get chris and i were always sitting around like who can we have on the show who should we figure out who should come on the show and stuff like that and then we were just sitting here and then <laughs> we couldn't figure out who we wanted and then like like a ton of bricks like it just slapped me in the face hard <laughs> and i just started laughing and i just started laughing it was like what's so funny i was like this is so dumb i was like why he was like because i've been on her show like three four times and <laughs> we've never had her here on ball of bulls like how did that even happen and i felt so dumb about it because she is incredibly knowledgeable and incredibly smart about everything when it comes to, i'm not just talking bulls okay <laughs> I'm talking Bulls, Bears, Cubs, Sox, and Blackhawks. Yes, hockey too. She is incredibly knowledgeable about all of these things. <laughs> Super smart, representing Second City Sports, man. And she is just amazing, and we're very happy to have her here. She co-hosts her show with our guy, uh, Sydney. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one, the only, Lakina McGee. Well, hello, hello, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I, thank you for the introduction. That's that's about like you know I I hate praise. You know, Dave knows I hate I praise. So that's why I kept I doing this on way my arms. But <laughs> thank you, but thank you so much. I mean, I look, we felt the same way because we had your buddy on Lockdown Bulls. You know, Matt Peck multiple times, and I, I felt really stupid because we didn't have you on. So mm. and you're you know just as you know, as a good of a guy, you're just as knowledgeable. So I, oh, we you. felt we felt you know silly. So we were like, oh, let's let's give Dave on. And you know, like <laughs> Rick, you know, he said that we've had him on you know, a couple, you know, three or four times since. And you know, it's great to you know hang out with you and Chris. You know, I listen to you guys' podcast when I can and you guys mm-hmm. are definitely off the cuff, which is look, I think some I think some people say that, oh well, let's plan it stuff out or have, you know have a breakdown of what you're going to do, but then that, you know, it kind of ruins the spot in the 80. So sometimes you gotta do a little, you gotta be off the cuff and just, you know, be completely organic and just say things whatever the top, at the top of your head. It's, 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 it's a conversation you have with your friend. Like, like they just come over and wash and come over and hang out. Like, okay, Chris, when I come here, we're going to drink beer for two minutes, sit down, watch the game play <laughs> half an hour. They would discuss the topics of movies and Marvel and Disney and DC. They talk bulls. Like right. this. No, no. This is the organic conversation we have. And yeah. It's natural yeah. because David and I are friends, so we could just, you know, yes. ball. Yeah, our creativity yes. spawns from our laziness. And so that's really <laughs> what that is. We, we didn't feel like right, we didn't feel like doing it. So we had to be creative. I said, I said, I said, I said the, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the PC or whatever, the correct way. David right. He said the PC. Let me, let me, let me get it real. We, we didn't feel like we were like, come on, we ain't doing all this, man. Like we got stuff to do. Like we got things to do. Let's just do it. And it's more, it's, it's better this way. Cause this is really how me and Chris are. So it's, oh, it's much better good. this way. So it's, it's more honest. So before I get into the bulls, I, I want to get into you a little bit, uh, just about how you came to be so incredibly knowledgeable oh. about everything because I, well, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't come say on, everything. But you know, everything, like when you started <laughs> talking everything. hockey, 
That's when I was like, okay. What are we doing here? This is that's a threshold right there. And you jump hockey. Where, like, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. Right. So this. Where, where did the love of sports uh, like really begin for you? Um, when I was younger, I guess because, you know, growing up, my dad had me watch a lot of baseball. You know, look, I'm a, I'm, I'm a neutral when it comes to the Cubs and Sox. You know, I know that they're playing this weekend as we're recording this. But you know, I, was, I wasn't raised to hate the Cubs nor the Sox. You know, I lived blocks from White Sox Park for a little bit. I went to a, you know, a couple of Cubs games. I went to a White Sox game. And it, it was just like, look, I'm happy, whatever. And if we can get a red line series, you know, it'll be, it'll be a while <laughs> before that happens. But, yeah. you know, but you know, it'll be, I'll be probably one of the few people that will probably won't cheer for either and like just hope it goes seven. That's all I ask for. <laughs> um, as far as, you know, all the other sports, I mean, it was just, just watching them. I mean, you know, I remember watching Super Bowl 20. I was only four at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a great that team was, you know, shout out to Jim Cobra going to the Hall hey, of Fame today. Yes. Yes. yes totally deserving. Let's get, let's get Hildenberg on there. Let's get Hildenberg <laughs> on there. Uh, um, yeah, the same thing was pretty much all the others. I mean, you know, the, the Blackhawks, you know, would back, I look, I'm just showing my age here, but we, we couldn't watch the home games on television. Yeah. So that's how we look, you know, Chris, you know, that's, you know, how, and then Dave, you're not that, you know, only a no, couple years younger than me. So <laughs> yeah, but you know, now hopefully, you know, maybe they'll, maybe they've turned, they've won three cups, you know, mm-hmm. in seven or eight years. And then, you know, the Bulls, you know, oh no, this is sort of the bread and butter here, but sort of the same thing. I mean, I remember those 80s Bulls before, you know, you know, Scotty came and before Grant came and such and just, you know, just everything. And, you know, of course, you know, back in the day, they showed all those games. The only way you could show a lot of those sporting events, especially some of the bigger ones, was on network television. And mm-hmm. people forget that during the NBA finals up until I think like the mid, like the mid 80s, they were tape delayed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, if you remember, so, you know, that's how, kind of how it started. And it just started, you know, spitballing from there. I, you know, I watch hockey and, and all the other sports, you know, a lot of the Olympic sports, you know, the Olympics are winding down. So it was just, you know, just seeing it and, you know, just seeing how fun it is and just being knowledgeable, even soccer. I mean, like I can go back to when the U S had, you know, hosted the world cup in 94. I mean, that's how mm-hmm. I, my love of soccer. Well, actually even before that, my mom gave me this, um, you know, those, those old Reader's Digest almanacs from way back when. I know it's a little, I know for anybody under 30, they'll, they'll probably won't know what I'm talking about. But well, uh, I, I, I love that. almanacs, those are the things. Oh, almanacs, yes. Oh, God. The almanac. That, that was on like internet, remember? You know, I remember somebody right? who did his books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's, you can even have the internet or Google then. So that was the only way. And I started, you know, I read about Liverpool. Actually, the yeah, ironic thing is that. That was actually the last year they won up until last year. So, mm-hmm. you know, I started to go. And, and of course, back then you couldn't watch any of the international soccer. Now it's pretty much everywhere. So, you know, just a lot has changed so much. And, you know, just that's how it kind of like my love of sports started. Played a little bit, but, you know, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't very good at it. So I was just like, you know, I'll just watch it for a little <laughs> Watch it and maybe do a pot. Well, do, you know, do a show or a podcast about it. So that's pretty much how it happened. <laughs> so, well, that's, for me, that's interesting because generally, and I, I think about you know female interest, interested in sports. I always typically want to hear that. You know, I hear the oh, my father watched sports, and I got to you know Spain. The father, you know, daughter, father time, you no know, daughter, daddy time, whatever. And watch sports, and that's how we bond in. So I got into sports. But was that the same for you, or? Um, in, in the 
initially, but I think I kind of grew to like liking it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I look, I watched bowling, you know, in the springtime for a few years. Was, uh, that was one thing on TV, by the way, on weekends. Was exactly. You had to watch yeah, bowling. Comes, no Netflix yeah, around, yeah, bowling on Saturday. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Chris Shank, you know, God rest his soul on the call and, and you know, you know, his those tone. And plus, you know, the Cubs and or the White Sox would suck. So, unfortunately, <laughs> there was nothing else to watch then. So. But, you know, the bowling was really the only thing to kind of kill time between now and football season. And, of course, you know, there was, like, Olympic sports, you know, gymnastics, figure skating. Well, actually, figure skating since we're talking about the spring. But, yeah, that's kind of, you know, initially it did, but, you know, it was sort of, like, on my own. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. When when did you kind of make the transition from this is my passion to I really kind of want to make a career of this? Was there a moment when you knew that? Uh, I, hmm. I'm still trying to figure that out, actually. Mm, <laughs> it's mm. weird. It's weird about, I know, like, you know, you're going to, like, your 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 late 30s, you know, you start figuring out, you, oh, well, but, you know, I, I think, you know, I went, to, I went to Illinois Media School, you know, did mm-hmm. that, you know, had a radio show there for about four or five years, and the pandemic mm-hmm. hit, and we, we couldn't get back into the studio, so we figured, hey, let's do it this way, since, you know, everyone else is doing it, you know, in various ways, you know. This is how we're doing it. And then see how you guys are doing it now. You know, we're doing a virtual thing. So you can't go into a studio. So, you know, it was just, you know, podcasting and, and things like that. So I, I learned on the go. And and this, mm-hmm. this is how, this is where I am now. <laughs> is is that where you, uh, how did you and Sydney connect? Is that where you met Sydney at the- uh, Well, no, no. Well, actually, Sydney was actually, Sydney is actually a couple years older than me. So mm-hmm. he actually had a had graduate about a year before I did. But I met him through some of the, another show that he had done, you know, with a couple of guys, um, Demond Squirrels and Kenneth Davis and, you know, oh, they can. Indeed. Yeah. For sure. Shout yeah. Out. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah. Pioneer big legends. Yes. Kenneth Davis. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um, I actually just, actually just, you know, we actually just did our first podcast together in the NFL oh. draft because we had not met. I met mm-hmm. D a couple of times, but I never right. met Ken. You know, that's awesome. how we connected with Sid and, you know, they, they moved on to other things, you know, said, you know, said was sort of like a free agent so he needed something to you know somewhere to go so you know, we and we connected and we had another co-host at the time he's gone on you know jason he's gone on to do bigger and better things up in mm-hmm. michigan just outside detroit and that's how we kind of started connecting you know, we, we the three of us did the show together for a little bit and you know then of course the pandemic hit and you know we started doing it you know podcast style we're actually gonna be doing this starting monday actually we're actually gonna be doing the show live on another streaming you know, stream um app so that's yeah. a that's a big thing for us because yeah. you know we hadn't done it live for for a while so you know but it's it's exciting and because we, we did it for 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 a while so it won't be a big you know adjustment but yeah it's kind of how it happened with us I mean you know we still do it you know for a couple of years I mean hopefully we'll have more more people joining us but yeah that's kind of how we got to where we are now. Wow, that's awesome. So <laughs> I have to add because we asked everybody who comes on who's actually okay. played a sport what is your greatest game what do you remember <laughs> as your best game and you're like this uh, is my game nobody in the world was better than me except for me on this day in time what, oh, what was that game for you oh god that was i gotta go all the way back to like second or third like maybe like fifth grade i think uh i forgot fourth or fifth grade that we had like those you know like way back in the day again i'm aging myself here because i had like those type of you know carnival games not, not carnival games like you know games with track and stuff like that they had like a long jump style with the mats and you know mm-hmm. i jumped yeah i did my best jackie jordan cursing impersonation i jumped <laughs> and you know it was just it was just stuff i came in 30 you know, got a cool you know blue ribbon hey. but you know, it was it was it was fine i mean it was fun i mean i'm not that good at basketball you know that was mm-hmm. just you know that ship had kind of sailed but 
<laughs> you know, but everything else is sort of like, uh, you know what? I was never very good at it. So <laughs> it was See, like, when, uh, you know. <laughs> that's when you know she played, though. She went back to grade school. Like, yep, I remember that. <laughs> that was that deal that day for sure. That's when you know somebody's played, man. Because that memory recall is what I'm always fascinated with when I talk to people who played. Because they remember. It, it's never a hesitation. It's like, yep, I remember. This is the day. This is the one. I was the best in the world. <laughs> I, I, know yeah. I love that part. I love that, man. Yeah. Well, well, well right. my middle school, my middle school, you know, that ship had already sailed. So I figured, you know, this is probably gonna be my greatest achievement in sports. So I might as well just, you know, I think, I, no, I think my mom did away, but, away, but yeah, that, that was basically oh, for me. No, yeah. No. yeah. Oh, no, don't tell me that. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're going to buy you a blue ribbon. I'm going to get you a third place blue ribbon. <laughs> we got to replace that. You, that well, meant something. We well, keep that stuff, that. man. Closet yeah. Too, yeah. I still got old trophies from like basketball. Like oh. I wasn't no oh. good, but I still got them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they broken in a box somewhere. They're broken, and your know, right. little handles are, are you know cracked now. A little yeah. bit, a little bit. I should put them up. I think that's what I'm gonna do now. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna get them truck. I'm gonna put them up somewhere, man. You know, I, I used gotta, to have. I think when we started podcast, I used to have man's in the background at some point. I'm doing that. Yeah, because you well, you have bowling and baseball, right? Yeah, the bowling trophy is like disintegrated. Like, wow. <laughs> it's, like and it's funny. It's funny because. When right, you're little, right. when you're younger, it looks more expensive than what it actually is. When you get older, you're like, it's some cheap ass plastic, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, much, yeah. now, now, okay, no, so I, I played literally for like six, seven years. So Ooh. those had like some kind of one trophy was like real wood, I think. <laughs> That's about it. Oh. And that piece of metal was heavy on it. The other ones were just like fake wood and like cheap plastic, you know. So not gonna lie, man. I'm a little I'm a little shocked your mom don't have that shrine up, bro. Like <laughs> of all oh, I got I because I got the trophies somewhere. Oh, that's why. Oh, okay. No, you know what? Bro, get well, I moved, you know she'll put them up and have a I moved a few times. Up. I moved a few times. I kind of would be so I gotta find out where they at now actually. I can't forget oh. where they at. Dude, hand them to the queen. You know she will put up the shrine <laughs> to Chris and you know it. <laughs> like, just, Come on, come on. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. You know, that'll make you go over the house more, right? Like, yeah, go ahead and stand around. Look, yeah, yeah, I did that. I did that. Yeah, come on, man. All right. (laughs) All right, Lakeen, let's get into, um, let's talk about these bulls because it's a lot to talk about. Um, Yes. They did a lot of wonderful, awesome things, in my opinion. Uh, The first thing they did, let's talk about the first move they did, the first day of free agency and the first minute of free agency they signed lonzo ball uh point guard uh who last played with the pelicans um they filled a incredible need a big void at that position they haven't had a real point guard since uh derrick rose uh he's gonna fill that void for them uh bring them you know facilitating you know deep all the other cool stuff and it was just the fact that it was a big move and national media were speaking about it in the first minute, which was crazy. So um, what are your feelings on it? What are your feelings on the trade and the Bulls now having Lonzo Ball here as a Chicago Bull? Well, this has been sort of in the works for like the last, what, two or three years. I think even before AK and Eversley took over, they, they, you know, the Bulls have wanted Lonzo Ball. I mean, and look, he's improved a lot. I mean, I know some people are worried about his shooting percentage. I think his shooting percentage has actually gone up a few times if you go with you through the stats i mean and look i know people were worried about his dad but you know his dad's actually been pretty you know quiet and i think let's keep it that way i have to say but i mean and, and look i think he's definitely right i mean you know exactly so it's he's definitely gotten a lot better i mean his you know the shooting percentage you know is at 55 
And I think, you know, look, this is what you want. I mean, this is a guy that can kind of facilitate and give and be that extra option for Zach Levine. And so, and look, I know that, you know, people, you know, look, he's gotten better. His stats have gotten better as he gotten older his last couple of years with the Pelicans. I mean, I know his, you know, his, he's had some injury issues, but you know what though, when he's healthy, he is one of probably the best point guards in the mm-hmm. league. And then look, I think, you know, being that guy that can kind of, you know, start up the offense and facilitate the offense and play the, the style that Billy Donovan wants to play now that he has that guy that can kind of be that extra option. And and look, you know, when we get to the other moves, but the Bulls have like four or five, maybe six good options now on offense. Mm-hmm. So that's what you want. And I think with the see how, you know, Bulls fans are, you know, excited about, you know, with everything. And also too, that his three point percentage has gone up so much. Mm-hmm. So and look, I think that's what you want. I mean, I think what the Bulls were sort of like, I guess in the bottom half of the three point shooting, I think, you know, last this past season. So I think having a guy who's good with the three, who can play the points and who can facilitate, those are three things that the Bulls really lacked in the last couple of years. And they finally got it in Lonzo Ball. So I'm excited. I think he's definitely a great fit here. Chris, uh, your feelings on the Lonzo Ball signing? Because signing, we haven't had, you know, this discussion since all this stuff went down. So what are your feelings on the Lonzo Ball signing? Yeah, no, we haven't. I, 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 I recall we talked about it a lot. And I and I kept saying, I don't think they're going to get Ball because that's not going to be their big move. And they got Ball. But I don't think it was their biggest move, which is cool. Because I, if you get Ball... I don't want to get ball and pay him like twenty five thousand, you know, twenty five million a year or something like that. You know, only the the greatest players, superstars, get you know thirty and up, right? And so he's at nineteen, about twenty million a year for four years. Yeah. That's about where he is, right? And, and and kind of like with Zach Levine, you kind of hope he outplays that contract. You kind of hope that that he peaks, you know, with the Bulls, which he should because he's in a good situation right now. So you hope he peaks with the Bulls. You hope he's then underpaid for a couple of years, right? So then you have a you know, and that's asset in the future if you if you want to you know trade him or you know, of course, uh, keep him under a good contract that we did with, did with Levine. So I'm okay with the ball. I'm okay with the price he, um, uh, he came came with. So I think that I think I think uh, business wise, I think that's a good decision as far as money in um in years as a player. You know, there's some good things with him. Like every player, there's some bad things for ball. Uh, the good things are things that we need, right? We need a guy who could bring the ball down the court. We need a guy who could guard, you no know, wings and some point guards who can steal, who can actually run our offense a little bit. He doesn't really run offenses, but he can make nice passes. He he is unselfish. He likes to pep the ball around. Um, and I kind of hoping that this is an opportunity here to sort of like put his personality on the team. Point guards like to have influence on a team's personality and how they play right in situations with the lakers uh it didn't it wasn't the right situation for him to sort of take ownership of the team be a point guard obviously the pelicans i'm a little disappointed with the pelicans because like that's a team like he to me he should have flourished as more as a point guard but instead he didn't and he proved but good thing is that he mentioned lakina he improved his um his jump shooting his three-point shooting three-point shot um, so he improved his game a little bit. So hopefully down with the Bulls, he could kind of like find himself as a player, you know, find who he is and who he is as a player, and hopefully pick at the right moment so we could give value uh, with, with Lonzo under that four-year contract. But, um, 
yeah, so definitely I'm all for improving the Bulls team. <laughs> and that's exactly what they did when they got ball. David thinks about him is that he can't go to the paint. He goes to the cup, gets chipped on all the time. So he's let them do that. You know, that that creative off the dribble. Um, but you know, there's no such thing as a perfect player. <laughs> you know, um, you know, so um, but yeah, we definitely improved that team. And um, I'm all down for ball, especially at that price. And remember, Lakina. Ball's grown now. He's a grown man. His father, not, his father shouldn't be in the media trying to take his, um, you know, like at some point you go like, Dad, I'm grown. I'm making all this money. Like, I don't need you in the media trying to help me. I, I'm paid already. I got this. You know, I got a job. I got a career. I don't need you in the media trying to have me up at my value kind of thing. So I think you won't hear from him too much. Well, real quick. First of all, I want to hear from LeVar Ball. I love LeVar Ball. I want to hear more of LeVar Ball. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, Lakina, I'm sorry. I do. I love it. It, it cracks me up every time that man, I mean, he's rarely, he hasn't been wrong in a lot of things he said as far as basketball is concerned about what, with his kids and where they fit and how they play and what they do. He's, he's been pretty dead on about these things. Well, he's talking about a little bit, you know, the next Jordan. He, of course, on. because again, he's a father. Yes. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, he did a job. Right? You know, he did it, got him media, got him. All of his know. kids are cool right now yes. because of his hyping of them up. All of them, he, including Leangelo, who's not, mm-hmm. he's still cool. I've seen his house. Right. Like the dude is still fine. He's, he's doing okay. <laughs> he, he's doing all right. But yeah, he's, he's, yeah, I just like him just as a father. Like I like what he does and I like how he, does it mm-hmm. man I, I really do i really enjoy uh him and he's going to be a great character for for the bulls because chris and i looking have complained many a day that the bulls oh, don't have man. that fan that right. that celebrity fan you know that because you remember looking when it was gene siskel for, yes. for a while he yeah. was always at the game and he was the one you know the fan for us man rest in peace gene siskel um mm-hmm. so after him we, we just haven't had one and so now I'm like, okay, well, we got a little personality, you know, that could be on the sideline, you know, just causing havoc and messing with Benny the Bull. Like, you know, like, <laughs> be good. Um, but as far as his son is concerned, uh, what, what Chris said, as far as, you know, him going to the bucket and, and, and he's right, he's right. He, he doesn't have a lot of moves. He, he doesn't have those kind of skills like that yet. Uh, but what I like about it, because of the fit now is it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't need to be done. And he's better at catching and shooting the three. And because his windup is, you know, takes a while. And so now that's a good thing because now his lanes are going to, you know, they're going to be open. He's going to be open. Like <laughs> Levine is going to get double team, Vooch, and, you know, the other player we'll talk about next. But he's going to have chances to hit some wide open shots and some wide open threes. So, I think you're, when you said that, Lakina, I don't, I don't think people know how dead on that is as far as like his three-point percentage because it's going to come into serious play here because of how wide open he's going to be. Do you see, uh, Lakina, like a more vast improvement in his shooting because of that reason? Or do you feel like 38 is kind of where he'll be, maybe 37, but he'll still you know, just kind of be in that tier for the next few years? Well, people forget he's only 23 still. I know he's been in the league for four years, but he is still 23. And you got to think only he can only you know, reach in his peak. So I think he definitely can sort of be kind of like approving the three-point shooting. And yes, you know, maybe he'll have a little bit of an inside game, you know, maybe because you don't, you don't have to be. You have, you're going to have guys that can play, you know, in the paint now. So, yeah, I think it could be I, – I think he definitely can develop that skill. I mean, look, he improved his, you know, shooting. He improved his three-point shooting. So – why not? I mean, he look, he's only 23. He's still got time to do that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he, be he shot uh, 30, pretty much 38 percent last year from three. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and actually the year before then, he shot 37 percent. Right. From 32, from 30. So 30, 32, 37 and, and to pretty much 38. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's it's definitely. Impressive. And that's that's another thing. I don't think it's talked about him a lot because of the antics of his father and all yeah. that is is his work ethic. Like you that takes work like some real late nights in the gym to go from 32 to 38 percent on and to change your shot and the look of it you know like that takes some real work to do something like that yeah and the kid what's what's interesting about ball i think there's somewhat disappointment in uh from from fans or from uh, from uh, football because i think he's hyped up so much by his father out of college that we kind of thought he's going to be a superstar and I think what we learned, basically, I know Dave. Dave and I watched our training with him. The under, uh, the under five, the yeah. under five. Yeah. It was like, yeah. it was like, it was like, no, he yeah. quit. That's not happening. Yeah, but, that. but, yeah. but, but, he's not a superstar, <laughs> Lakina. But it's okay to be a very good player to borderline all star, right? Yes, good- exactly. Yeah, I mean, and like, like, like I said, I mean, I think. Look, he's raised you know their sons, you know, his three sons to be kind of like not only you know good players, but also to you know. Yeah, Lamelo. Which one was the head that that the, uh, the issue? The Angelo. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. He was the one that had the issue, but he's been, you know, he stayed out of trouble, and his game's gotten better. So hopefully, yeah, so true. you know that you know. I mean, I, I think we look. If the less I see of Lavar, I think we. I can speak for <laughs> Bulls fans. Like the less I see Lavar. You know, the better off I think the rest of us, all of us, will be. I think. I, I think. I think if the Bulls. If the Bulls are playing well, you shouldn't hear from too much. Yeah. When they're bad, then I think he may stop blaming. I want to hear it all. <laughs> I don't hold them all. I, 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 I'm in between. I don't want to hear it all. I want to hear just enough. Well, when he, <laughs> well, he, look, he was pretty quiet when uh, when he was in uh, New Orleans. So, and I know that. He was. And and I look, I think, gosh, that that you know, we will get into it. I'm sure, but Stan Van was not a good fit for them. They were. He was not, especially with uh, Zion. No, no, that was not a good fit. But yeah, but he's been pretty. I, I, I'm sure if if. He had said that he would have said something then, but I think the fact that I think he's grown up, even mature, look, even grown people can mature. So it's it's mm-hmm. it's fine. It's true. All right. Um, let's move on. I want to because there's more moves to talk about. The other <laughs> big move the Bulls made, like the very next day, because like Chris said, and again, I I know Chris said that because he kept saying this about um uh, Lonzo, where he didn't feel like he moved the needle, and he didn't think that that would, he would be the key piece. Um, he was like, he can't be the piece that takes you over the top. You're going to need more. AK and Eversley heard him loud and clear. <laughs> they said, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> How about we go get all NBA, four-time all-star, DeMar DeRozan, because we were short on wings, and we went and got one of the best wings in the league. Um, Lakina, your feelings on getting DeMar DeRozan, uh, who is now a Chicago Bull, which is just wild to say. Say that again, because I I'm still not that still has not computed yet that he is now a bull. I mean, yes. you heard some rumors, you know, in the you know the couple of, you know about a day or two before that you know there was, yeah, I think the Clippers I I, I heard, um, and I think there were a couple of other teams, you know, the, even there was some rumors that he wanted to stay in San Antonio. 
But, you know, look, the fact that they were able to get him, I know, look, I know it's a lot of money. I know some people were, you know, John Hollinger at the Athletic, I'm talking to you. Um, <laughs> some people thought, oh, that's too much. You know, that, that's way too much to get him. But look, I think for someone like a DeRozan, like you said, Dave, who is an All-NBA, a four-time All-Star, you were going to have to overpay to get him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they had to give up that young and, and, and you know, a couple of other uh, you know, assets and you know, some draft picks. But, again, if you want someone of DeRose's caliber, you were going to have to, you know, give up some assets to get him. And, and I, I, like, I know that, you know, the age and then things like that. But, look, this is a guy that can play the, you know, he can kind of, like, you know, be the facilitator on the inside. He also mm-hmm. is a good perimeter shooter. So, you know, look, this is, look, this is huge. And another option besides Zach and Vooch that can kind of be that guy. So kind of though, he can kind of be sort of like the star since he is kind of a veteran, you know, he's got playoff experience, you know, he can definitely kind of be that leader for the Bulls that they have desperately lacked in the last few years. Mm, that's, that's an interesting point I haven't heard yet, uh, Lakeen, as far as his, his leadership uh, being concerned. I, ne- I never thought of it. Like, is does that come from, you feel that way because uh, basically, you know, he's been the leader of a team. He's been the best player on the team uh, everywhere he's been. Like he's going to bring kind of that mindset uh, over here. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so too. Cause I think like Zach, you know, I'm sure Zach feels like, you know, I, you know, he probably hates being like the only guy now that you got mm. somebody who's been the guy and that can be the guy. I know he's 32. I know some people were concerned about his age. You know, and yes, you know, 85 million for three years. I know. Yes. That's still, you know, some people say it's a little bit excessive, but again, you know, good look, look, look at his career percentage San Antonio. I mean, you know, he he averaged, I think, what, about 22 points and about five or six rebounds. He also passed the ball if he needs to. So I, I look, I think that having a guy like a DeRozan, that makes your team better. Mm-hmm. I think that that's all that can get your team, like an extra couple of wins. I mean, having, you know, a veteran guy who can kind of like be sort of like, you know, the guy. You know, he could be, he's kind of like the 1A, if you will. You know, Zach's 1B. Well, we'll talk about the order, I'm sure. But, you know, yeah. I think DeRosa definitely makes this team better. And, and look, I know that, you know, he can kind of, he can play that style that Billy Donovan wants to play. And he can kind of be sort of like that 1A option. Mm, mm, that's interesting. And also, like, like Lakina said, he averaged seven assists a game last yep. season. So, yeah, he could definitely pass the ball. And he was playing small forward. Uh, Chris, uh, your feelings on the signing of DeMar DeRozan, because it feels like you're going to put some cold water on all these bulls. Uh, joy and expectations, <laughs> sir. Oh, no, I like DeMar DeRozan. Um, I always liked him as a player. Um, surprising because, you're right, you know, I, I got, like you mentioned before, ball was not going to move the needle, was not going to get him closer to a championship. DeMar DeRozan, uh, getting him does, but you're not going to a championship team, but you're definitely got better. Right. And what he so he got traded for making he got any. traded for uh some mild sauce and so, <laughs> a roll of socks. That young that young is the mild sauce, by the way. The roll of socks. Yeah. The roll of socks um is the uh tr- the first round pick. No, and, roll of sauce is that was mild sauce, So so and AK and it's it's interesting because I know Dave and I, <laughs> we all aboard AK, and like they they told you, they told us fans in the past. For those out there who care about picks, they don't care about picks. Like if you if you're not one through four, you pretty much an NBA at stats show. If you're not pick one through four, you're 
It's, a, it's, a, exactly. it's kind of like a crapshoot in a way, right? Crapshoot, yeah. Absolutely. And and we've seen one through, we've seen picks, you know, first round picks, and they're only good because we had number second pick in Dick Rose. So so like that so like you know having Taj Gibson and Noah is fine and all that kind of stuff, but uh, you know if you don't have you know the MVP in the lead, then you just you know there's average players on the team. Right. So and they realize that, and they mentioned before they don't want to pick anymore, and so they figured I'd rather have a known asset than than praying, hoping that some fifth from fifth pick or seventh pick is going to turn out to be DeRozan or something like that. So right. I feel them on yeah. that. I feel them on that. So I, the picks, I'm not concerned about. I'm sure Dave, you feel the same way. That young, great, nice player with the Bulls, cool. Mm-hmm. He can go. Uh, gave me DeMar DeRozan. Uh, he proved, you know, he got LeBron. In the playoffs, pretty many times, but to his credit, though, was I was not surprised, but it's good to see a player go to San Antonio and actually, he didn't he didn't power, he didn't just collect money. He played hard in San Antonio and got better at pass. Mm-hmm. He got better as a leader. He got better, you know, as a player. Was interesting by him though. It never seems like what he does contributes to like a lot of winning, <laughs> you know. But I think that happens because I know Dave's gonna point this out that because he was a man, yep. and and so now he's. To A, to B, to C, whatever on this team. Mm-hmm. So he's not asked to give you like 10 wins a game, 10, 10, 10 wins a year. Um, the price you pay for him, like I said, the top players in the league make $35 million a year. He's making 20, what is he? Uh, like 20 or 29 or something. Yeah, 27, yeah. about 27 yeah. million a year. Cool. You know, it's, 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 and he's 37, but he's still playing at a high level. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. It's three years. And within two years, you never know. Maybe get rid of them, buy them out, or maybe some team will want them. I think with these with these moves, I think AK has the front office that Eversley has demonstrated they'd rather have known assets to play with versus mm-hmm. um, unknown assets. And I think the league's going to move away from these draft picks the first round, mm-hmm. except OKC, because they're retarded on what they're doing. <laughs> they have no choice. I don't think yeah. they know. Oh, by the way, they're going to yeah. make a rule. <laughs> <laughs> I, was at Dust, I was at Dust Party, and I was like, they're going to make a rule called the OKC rule that you can only collect so many first-round picks. And you, have to, you, have to, you have to use them. For certain round. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of rule they're going to make for that, because that's just ridiculous what, what, they, what yeah. they're doing. But no, yeah, there are, the bus can fit well. You mentioned looking in the passing. We have people on the floor, and this is what AK likes, and he's shown, and he's shown it in Denver. Everyone on the floor can pass and shoot. Yeah, you know, Demar's the man that be a three point shooter, but he could pass, shoot, he could take off the dribble, he could post up. Dave, we have someone on the team that could post up besides Vooch. It's wild. <laughs> it's yes, wild. Isn't it awesome? Happy birthday it's... to the Demar. He just turned twenty. He's turned thirty two today. So oh, happy, happy birthday! birthday. Oh, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Yes, today's his birthday. So, <laughs> but yeah, you're right though. Like, like you're right though. Like in Dub and I, we love the mid range game. Yeah, because it's such a long start. Because and we were watching Jordan. <laughs> yeah, we were, right. Jordan and Pippen is who we looked at. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. these are mid-range assassins out here. So, and we know in the playoffs, that's what happens. Like it becomes a mid-range game. You saw that even in the finals with Chris Middleton, who who was the mid-range assassin. And you need a bucket, you gotta go get a bucket. But yeah. it's it's that's very important. But two things, because one, let me talk about these picks, because you're right, Dub. I don't care. I don't give a damn about these picks. I, I don't care. I could care less. I was having a conversation with a friend and he was saying that to me about that. He's like, man, because they keep giving up all these picks, all these future picks. I can't believe I ain't even like they gave up all that for Vooch. They gave up the, them first round picks for Vooch. I said, okay, great. I said, hey, how about you tell me, you know, tell me who Orlando drafted with the Bulls pick. And he was like, oh, I don't know. Let me look it up. I said, don't look it up because that's the answer. <laughs> you, exactly. you don't know yeah. it doesn't matter 
And then when he looked and saw it was Franz Wagner, I'm like, so you telling me you'd rather have Franz Wagner than Vooch? Is that what you're about to tell me right now? Like, the, y'all can't worry. <laughs> and then he was like, well, you know, I don't really know. He's like, but I didn't know who Kay Cunningham was either. I said, but that's the point because the pick was top four protected. So we would have got Kay Cunningham if we got the first pick. We would have had him. He would have been ours. It didn't matter, man. So you can't, we, we're no longer relying on the hope. You know what I'm saying? Now it's tangible hope now. You know what I mean? Now it's something you can hold on to and, and see and actually, you know, have it in your face and touch and feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, instead of just dreaming. It's no more dreaming anymore. You know what I mean? The work is being done now. And that's the great thing about this is they said no more of this hope stuff. Like, look, we don't want to draft, all right? <laughs> I don't feel like. And, and I feel that from a guy who drafted the MVP in the second round. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? I feel that from a guy who got Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray, you know what I'm saying, a little later, you know, in the first yep. round. I feel that stuff. So I'm okay with it. Uh, like I said, he has not done anything. He and Mark Eversley have just been incredible and spectacular. So I don't care about picks. Here's the second thing, because this is uh, both of you guys touched on this. And I want to ask you, uh, and Lakina, I'll ask you first um, mm -hmm. the pecking order uh, for this team. Uh, your starting lineup is going to be Lonzo. It's going to be Zach, uh, Demar, Patrick Williams, and Nikola Vucevic. Uh, I'm I'm assuming we think Zach is going to be one. Uh, who is right after Zach? I think that's the question. Who do you think becomes that either one B or number two, or however you want to put it? Who who is in that pecking order uh, for you, Lakina? I would say. Zach, you know, is one. Um, DeRozan, I would, I would think, is two. Um, Vucevic, three. Uh, Ball, four, and of course, P. Will, five. And let's, mm. and let's also remember too, you know, let's let's hope P. Will gets better. He's playing the summer league right now yeah. for the Bulls, so yeah. hopefully that'll yeah. that'll help. And that's the one thing that the Bulls, well, in, the, the entire NBA didn't have that have last year because of the pandemic. So. Correct. I think he can only get better too. I mean, who knows? Maybe he maybe may grow a couple inches. Who knows? He's only nine. Right. He's only he just turned twenty. So just turned twenty. I, I, right. So I'm I'm thinking that. Oh, I know I know I know it sounds weird, Chris. But no, no, no. I'm mad because the high school. I want to grow like a foot of high school. I was like, man, because you see guys have this girl spurt, you know, like McCullough. Well, I just grew a foot. Like, what the hell did that come from, bro? Like, can I grow? Well, look, look at AD. Look at AD. He grew like eight inches. I know. From, like when he was in high school. By the time he right. was, you know, we were senior, he was like growing six, an inch. Y'all the same way growing. Yep. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he still is, actually. But, but yeah, I think that's probably the order. And I think if you're Billy Donovan, that's a good thing. You have five really reliable, you know, really solid and at least three or four reliable options to kind of be sort of like the guy. And the owners won't have to be on Zach anymore. And I think that's the thing. And I'm sure, look, he showed even, you know, hundreds of miles, a thousand miles away in another hemisphere, he showed his appreciation for it. So, you know, I think Zach, I think feels like, okay, I don't have to be the guy anymore. I've got, you know, proven, you know, guys that I can play with. So I, I'm excited for this season. I wish the season would start already. <laughs> man, I wish you'd go down. Oh, uh, yeah. Dub, same question to you, man. The uh, pecking order of this team, who do you got? Uh Oh, I think I think for me, uh, I, I think it's clear that of course Zach should be number one. I think uh, Boop should be number two, and Demar number three. Uh, mm. I think because you know we have you have to have we cannot go away from the answer at our game. I do not want to see Vooch rely more and more on the three point shot. I understand, you know, he's a big man; he can shoot three. But this season, on the last season, was fine. I think he had a good mixture. I don't have stats in front of me, but he posted. I want him to post up more. 
because I think the Bulls can actually play the in our, inside our game, and I think that will only help out with DeMar DeRozan. It's pick a pop game, DeMar DeRozan, and all that. So I think it has to. A lot of offense must run through Booch to give guys easier shots. Yeah. And, so that, you know, and, so, and also, DeMar is coming on his team. You know, uh, of course, it's always going to be like, oh, it's not my team. I'm trying to fill it out where I belong, blah, 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 whatever like that. Wait, how they say it? That's, that's not how you say it. I can't do it. That's, that's how you say it. That's how you say it. Apparently. Yeah. Blah, 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 like that. That's a little bit deeper than that. That's the second time DeMar DeRozan talks. That's the second time DeMar DeRozan talks. But, yeah, so I see – I want Vuce to be number two. I do. Um, but DeMar, 2A, whatever, it's, 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 it's okay. Then, of course, you have um, Ball, and then you have um, Patrick Williams. Man, I cannot wait for some weeks. I want to see Pat. You know, if I know some league doesn't mean that much, mm-hmm. I just want to see how dominant he could be. I just want to see Patrick Williams. I just want to see him be a point guard. <laughs> All right, hold on, wait a minute, because I'm gonna get into it. Wait, and, so, and, so, I, and, so, and so, and so, and so, and so, it's interesting if he's actually a trans. Don't say transcendent player. Uh, a special, more special player than what we kind of hope he is. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully he could. You know, like oh, okay, he's number three. He's got to be number three, and that mm-hmm. comes if he wants to shoot the ball more. Um, but yeah, that's my pecking order, and that's the lineup. Um, it's yeah, I'm gonna see, Lakina. I, I'm ready. I'm like you, man. I'm like you. Just, 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 just go. Watch, let's yeah. watch this team. You know what, Chris? I'm. Uh, I agree with you, actually, Chris. Um, and and it's funny because people thought I was insane when I when I first thought when I said this the day they got Demar Derozan. I said the great thing about this is. He he doesn't and Chris, and Chris alluded to it because he's right. That's the point I love making is when he's the number one option, you saw what it looked like. Like he'll get you there, but he's not going to be the one to carry you. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to take you all the way. But the difference is here he can be option number three. It's not on him. We're not dependent on him to carry us. You know what I'm saying? The same as with Zach. Now we're not dependent on Zach to carry the whole load. But I agree with you, Chris. I think it's Zach. Vooch, Demar. I think that's the order. And of course, if you got Demar second, I don't. It's fine. I, I'm not tripping on that at all. But I think that's the order because those are the first. first of all, those are the two first two guys you brought in here. Uh, or I should say, Vooch is the first guy you brought in here. He's more acclimated to the offense. You know what I'm saying? He his skill set lends him to be more of a second option uh, because of the inside out game that he possesses and the passing that he has and his size. Um, and also. I like the fact that just that pressure is not going to be on DeMar. I just really like the fact that I can say, oh, man, Vooch is not hot. Zach isn't hot. Well, guess what? <laughs> you know, let me, here's DeMar. Go do your thing, DeMar. And the other reason I think he's also the third option is because you're going to really see him, in my opinion. I really think you're really going to see him with the second unit. When Zach and Vooch go to the bench is when DeMar DeRozan is going to just have his time to shine and do it how he feels uh you have more space on the floor because you're going to make room for a guy who's going to score you 20.7 assists and shoots 50 percent from the field you're going to make room for that and what where the room is is the bench so when those guys go and get their rest demar will be out there with that second unit doing demar rose and things putting the ball in the bucket and facilitating you know and getting guys involved and things like that i, I really think that's how they're going to run that which is the reason I say Vooch is going to be your your number two option. And then Vooch, I mean, that's 20 and 10 with what, high 30s in a three-point shooting. 
And I mean, you got Zach, you know, he had, what, he had a 20, 40, 80 season and he just missed the 20, 40, 90 because he shot like 88% for the free throw line, you know, it was insane or something like that. I just told you DeMar DeRozan's numbers and then I throw in Patrick Williams and you know I'm high on Patrick Williams and Dove is right, I can't wait to watch him. And then I'm like, ooh, I could top it off with Lonzo Ball who would be wide open shooting threes and you know we get to see Zach Levine alley-oops now. You know how much me and Chris complain oh my goodness. about us not having highlights and not seeing alley-oops. Lakina, we complain all the time. We were, we were the generation with Derrick Rose missing like a thousand highlights because do it all day and didn't run a fast break right. <laughs> like it was so many times Derrick Rose like I could make like the highlight reel like so many times, but you dumbasses don't know how to pass on a fast break. <laughs> and that's the hell out of me. But to it's your point, fun. Dave, one thing I want to mention about the De- Rosen is that yeah. he's been healthy, right? It's a career pretty much. That's a good point. I mean, yeah. Like, you know, we had a guy they marketed that which that used to be <clears throat> on the Bulls. I don't know who that uh, is. always hurt. Who's he? We, so yeah. we have a I start a lineup. I started lining up. You don't know Levine, of course, is hurt <laughs> to the Bulls. <laughs> I started lining up. It's pretty much been a healthy starting lineup for the whole career. Yeah. Um. So. So That's we. Should, so yeah, he's available. And, and to your point, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna hear your point about this. They 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 brought up the bench. The, are the Bulls in position to have like the best bench, top five bench in the NBA right now, or or do you think they're not deep enough? Because we didn't we didn't get to we didn't get into get into Caruso, but right, Demar leading that bench. And then having Caruso maybe on the line, you know, uh, we talk about Dan Tice yet. Bulls, it's, it's like solid throughout. And when you saw it throughout, that, that bench could be a very, you know, keep the offense going, man. We mentioned White. That bench with White and DeMar and Caruso, that's not starting lineup for like the Orlando Magic. <laughs> Wait, is that, is that good wow. or bad? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you don't want the last start? You don't want the land of magic as a bench, but that's a one of my starter. Yeah, you're right. The starter, you don't want them as starter though. So, Lakina, do you have anything, anything, anything to add about the bench of the Bulls? What it I, could be? I, I, well, I, I think I, I don't think AK and Eversley are done. I, I think they'll probably they'll try to. I'm, I'm sure they're going to try to move Lowry at some point. I. You know, I'm sure he's gonna get. They'll get that draft pick that every that some of these people have been bitching about. And you know, oh, you will have we'll have another draft pick for 2025. I'm like, okay, I'm sure he's working on that. Look, Caruso. I, I mean, Car- Caruso. That was that was a surprise, right? You know, that that literally came out of nowhere. I don't think anybody thought that he was gonna come to the Bulls. He was gonna go back to the Lakers, and Lakers fans were not very happy. And all I can think of is uh, Dave when Matt you know, said you know, calls him Elmer Fudd. Like I. I you know, I, I can't get that that image out of my head. <laughs> but he so actually plays. Yeah. I know, but he actually plays better than Elmer Fudd. So <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let, let's say he actually is better than Elmer Fudd. But look, I mean, I think he can kind of be that sixth, seventh guy off the bench. I think. Mm, mm. I think he can. He's he's still only twenty seven. I know it feels like he's been around right. forever, but right. you know, he's only twenty seven. But look, I think look, he can, he can pass. He can shoot. You know, he can you know. Run the run the uh, the three pointer. You know, I think he was had like a top one, a top three point percentage uh, last year. So, and look, I think that he's going to be the guy that kind of like in case you know Bill, the, one of the other guys struggle, the starting five struggle, he can kind of kind of pick up the slack, if you will. So, I think mm-hmm. he kind of be sort of like that leader off the bench. I think. Yeah, I agree. I I forgot about Caruso. Honestly, every time I do these conversations, I have I always forget. Like, oh my god, and we got Alex Caruso because he can play. Like, I understand what he brings because, again, like you said, Lakeen, the Laker fans were pissed. <laughs> they, they were not happy that they lost him. They loved this dude. 
And knowing, you know, he, he's 6'5", uh, he's definitely athletic, um, and he's one of the, honestly, one of the best on-ball defenders in the league for that for his position. He really is. Yeah. He is a really, really good defender. So I'm, I think about his defense and I think about Lonzo's defense, which uh, isn't being talked about a lot, but having that defense actually shores up some things also for the Chicago Bulls because they had defensive issues. So it shores up those kind of things, especially in the backcourt. Um, so yeah, having Caruso that, the guy who's going to dive on that floor, you know, that grit, that heart, you know, Bulls fans love they gritty white guys, man. You know, they love them. <laughs> yes. And the second they got Caruso, I said, yep, he's the one. They can't wait to, they can't wait until the first time he gets a floor burn. And so they could just start calling him Caruso George. They can't wait. Like, they can't wait. He's going to be just beloved. He's going to be beloved here. And rightfully so, because he's going to yes. earn it, man. He's, he's going to be good for him, Chris. Yeah, they got they got a premium um work burning white guy, try hard white guy, a premium. <laughs> a premium, but a but premium you know what? what Crusoe, um, you know, he's a good player. I think he makes he the Bulls. I think he thinks, I don't think he thinks that player knows. I think he feels probably that he could shine more with the Bulls. Like, I'm better than what you guys think I am, just a hustle guy. Maybe you're like a little better with the Bulls, maybe, maybe the handcuffs are off a little bit. I can show my game a little bit more of the Bulls and show my value a bit more of the Bulls instead of mm-hmm. I get my minutes on the Bulls versus another team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I like him as a player. And for once, we, we, we our, our worst player is really good. Like, Caruso is like one of my worst players. And he's, he's really he went good. from Archie, he went from Felicio on the bench, not playing his worst player, to Archie. <laughs> nice guy there. I know he's a nice guy, but he's your worst player. To like, even Tony Bradley, we didn't talk about Tony Bradley yet, but but if Caruso's like your worst player off the bench on your team, really? This is almost insulting. Like he's a, a nice player. He is. And you're right, Chris. Uh but also the Bulls were um missing uh some help in, in the front court as far as defense and you know perimeter rim protection. And I saw Bulls fans yelling about that. Told them once again to chill out because when will these dudes <laughs> let you down? And once again, they said, We got you. We go against Tony Bradley, and that's all he's about is rim protection and rebound because you just needed a backup center, Lakina. That's all you needed. Yeah. Like, you just needed a guy to shore that up. How, how did you uh, view the uh, Tony Bradley signing uh, by the Bulls? I look, I, I think they remember what he did to them when they played the Sixers a couple of times. I think he had yes. a double double. So, and, and look, he's sort of like you said, uh, Dave, he's kind of like that. He's he has a seven five wingspan, which you, mm. you know, you look at him, you're like, really? <laughs> it's a, just, it's totally absurd. You know, look, he's been around you know, a few years, he's 23 years old, and and like I think he can kind of be that that extra center that you know, kind of be that you know, like you like you said, that that sort of like that you know, that perimeter, or well, actually, you know, the in, inside and you know, in the mm. in the paint. So look, that's the thing that's been listed that's been lacking. Vucevic doesn't have to do it, so you've got a, a guy that you know, that has, that is a setter that can do that has a big wingspan that can block shots. Cause unfortunately the bulls got a front row C when he did it before to them a couple of times. So, and Chris, I think, like you said, he's look, he's young. He, he might flourish in this off in this offense. And look, I think he got to make that defensive stops when he has to. No, it's funny when, <laughs> when, when they text the little group, you know, he's like, we got, we got, we got Tony Bradley. I thought, like, who the hell is Tony Bradley? 
And then, cause I was, I'm like, should I know? I'm like, why don't I know his name? And then I saw the highlights. I'm like, oh, that's a dude who destroyed Wendell Carter Jr. And we was like, remember they? We was like, who was the dude Tony Brown destroyed? Yes. Like, oh, that's yes. him. Okay. That's so like, I'm good because like, Lakina. <laughs> and what I like about Big Man is that I hate Big Man who missed Crips layups. Yeah, like, it. Yeah, I can't stand like you that tall, hit a layup. Be, you know, you should be soft around the rim. And he and I, I like him because that's what he is. He's steady. He's but from what I've seen, if I see him destroy with the country, he has like soft touch around the rim. He doesn't miss his layups. He's not like it's not like you know, like the guy who's you know, like you see Aiden sometimes shoot the ball too hard. I'm like, dude, it's like you're, you're right there, hit the layup. That noise the hell out of me. He seems to have a good touch around the rim, which I like. And like you say, he's just a you gotta have one of the guys who your team. Yeah, and to your point, of the kid, he's still young. I don't know how good he's going to be, but he's going to be an NBA player in the league, and he, he could be do nothing but you know get better, especially on the Bulls. Um, so you don't need a big man to guard some guy, some some footer, some other team, and and to guard the ground. And uh, we needed that. To your point, Dave, AK addressed it because <laughs> because he saw what happened to Wendell Carter Jr. <laughs> Got to see and, it and uh, had a first and, first, had a first receipt for that. He had a first yeah. receipt for that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he yes. saw it right there. <laughs> oh, oh my god, he looked probably looking at it like what? <laughs> like, he looked like a mini Okafer, didn't he? Just came in, he just did. like he, oh, dude, a little bit, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. And to the point, even after that game, when Embiid said, tweeted out, "Uh, that's it, build the team around Tony Bradley." I remember that, <laughs> like when he tweeted that out after the game. <laughs> I will never forget that as long as I live. Because he said, oh, this dude is 6'9", and I'm bigger than him. Let me just go ahead and, you know, dominate and do what I do because I'm tall. And Chris will tell you, Lakina, I love seven-foot-tall people who yes. realize they're seven feet tall. See, see yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's my point. Yes. Yeah, we had no point. I have no problem with him going against, going against another seven-footer and him not shooting, right? But I do have a problem when you're seven-foot and you got somebody 6'9", on you and you're scared to shoot the ball. He proved, like, okay, you're shorter. I'm going to the bucket and going to lay up. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right, looking but before I get into uh, uh, the summer league, let me let me ask you this question about this roster. Of all the additions they made and, and everything you've seen, mm-hmm. what do you think the Bulls are still missing? What move would you like to see them get? Do you want to see them get another uh, wing, some more wing help? Would you like to see more help in the front court? Uh, what would you like to see uh, AK and Eversley do to make you say, okay, let's go, we're ready? Definitely the wing. I think they're still lacking in that department. And I kind of feel like I'm sure it can ever see are working on it, trying to find that there's, I'm sure there's somebody out there that can kind of play the wing. And I think we really still don't have that. And I think, look, I think ideally you probably want to get someone that can do both. So if they can find someone that can do that, I mean, you know, even better. But I think the wing, I think that's sort of like the thing that worries me that kind of keeps them from being like at that top tier in the East is because they don't have that wing help. Mm, mm, I like that. Uh, Chris, same question to you, man. What do you think the Bulls uh, need to do to make you say, you know what, we're ready to go right now? You know what, that's a that's kind of a loaded question because like it's two questions, right? Mm-hmm. One question is like, what do you need to win a championship? They don't have that. Yeah, that's you not need a, a top seven player. That's, no, no, no. that's not a no, question no. I'm asking. No, no, so, no, that's, but that's that's what in my head I hear because like Lou no, Jermaine now. No, that's not what I'm asking at all. <laughs> oh, okay. All. Well, I'm like, no, go. With, I'll take you. I'll take you to my head. Oh, right? that's a scary place. I've been there. I don't like. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. There. The man slaughtered brain. I, uh, yes, I, I right. Like oh, the serial killer brain. Yeah, not the furry rugs and lack of artwork. But but. 
And it was fun looking. Here we go again with that. Looking, I, I'm actually, I'm actually an artist. I actually do draw and paint. Oh, okay. This is why Dave is more befuddled about baffled why I um How are I you an know. artist with no art? It's <laughs> not Dave, it's never good enough. Oh my god. It, it makes no sense. <laughs> it's never good enough, Dave. You don't live on what you did in the past. You go look forward to what you got to see. Do. This is why I don't go into your brain, right? Now. <laughs> this is the reason. This is why I don't go into but, but, to, but to your point, I'm looking at this. So to your point, whether yeah, I do I do think they need um you never have no wings, right? Um, I'm down for that. The ball handling you have. Um, so yes, wings. Um, a little small, maybe a little power forward. Maybe I don't know. I think they have a nice little balanced lineup now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm actually looking at the looking at the the, the payroll for next year. It's like around 130 is going to be. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money. That's I'm adding wrong. <laughs> you, got, you have like a one. That's a lot of money for the Bulls. Bulls have not done that in a while. You know, above the above the cap and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's been a lot of money. Uh, maybe one person they could add. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, a wing. I never had enough of those. Um, kind of like you know, kind of hybrid power forwards, uh, kind of players. But um, yeah, I'm ready to roll, man. Even the roster we have. Um, I tell, I tell yeah. you what. Um, for me, and Chris knows what I love on the team, and that's a goon. Chris knows <laughs> I love a goon on the team. Uh, I don't think you can win without one. I think it's Tight. necessary. And you saw you saw Milwaukee. Milwaukee's full of goons. Um, from Bobby Portis to PJ Tug on that, they were full of goons. They they were goon central. Um, but I think the Bulls just need that. And I like my goons with size. Um, so I just want a veteran who can go maybe get me two or four points, get me some rebounds, some toughness, and use all six of them fouls. Like, I'm really just, I like goons. I like somebody who you can't go in and push my team around. You know, you can't come in and mess with them. Um, and I'm just looking forward to that. That's why I mentioned the name Paul Millsap, because uh, I wanted to know if he, you know, he would be. The, and I forgot AK was one of the people instrumental in drafting him. Uh, but I know he's washed and I know he can't. Do, but again, I don't need him to do anything. Oh, yeah. But just bring That's some toughness. That's it. I just need him to bring some toughness and some goondom. And I, and and I and I will be fine. I promise you, I'll, I'll be fine, Chris. I promise. <laughs> I don't know, Paul Mills with that guy. Um, he's tough he's still, though. Paul Mills is a tough guy. He's still, yeah, he is. Uh, he has some playoff moments yeah. years ago that that yeah. question. But then in that couple of years of playoffs, he's actually stepped up. Yeah. But um, I like uh, I like Mills. Yeah. He, he still too. play if he gets shots. Yeah. Just yeah, and maybe steal some minutes just in case. You know, Patrick Williams and they got going up against a bigger body. You know, mm-hmm. just steal some minutes, you know, for Pat, right. you know, do things like that. Because, you know, him playing the four, you know, Pat is built, you know, very solid. And I don't know if y'all seen him, but he's, he's even leaner now, which is crazy. But, yeah, like, I just want that. I, I want some size in that in that toughness. I, I just need that goon uh, on the team. And and I'll, I'll be ready to roll. But even without, as you guys said, even without that as constructed, I'm, I'm ready to get started. And so um, let me uh, segue here into – the summer league for the Chicago Bulls because the summer league begins. And I don't know if Chris knows this, but the summer league for the Bulls begins on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, first game is at about two 30, I think in the afternoon. So we'll get, we'll get an early start. And I'm very excited about that. Cause I hate waiting, you know, as a Bulls fan, you want it now. And you oh yeah. You know, now, so I'm at work day. I can't watch the game. <laughs> you know, where there's a wheel, there's a way. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. But, um, uh, 
I want to know uh, from you first, Lakina, uh, with this summer league and who you're looking at, who who are the players that you are focused on? Like who who's going to have your attention that, that you're going to be watching? Well, of course, you know, P will, because I think he, if they'd had summer league last year, he would have benefited from that. What AO is going to do, because I think people forget that maybe he can kind of sort of be like the extra guy, maybe perhaps on the bench. You know, who knows? Um, mm-hmm. I keep forgetting the name of the guy that they, that the Bulls drafted um, la- not, not, you know, last year. Uh, I know uh, Simonovich, I think he's here oh, now. Marco. So, Marco. Marco Simonovich. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to seeing him and how he looks. And, and look, I just think that you've got so much. And I think, look, if you're AK and Eversley, I think you're kind of like, okay, now that we have a summer league, now that we can see, you'll see some of those guys and see how they play. But I'm looking, those are the three guys that I'm looking at for the summer league. And, mm-hmm. you know, look, I can't wait for it to start because I've, I've seen the photos of them practicing. And I'm looking forward to it. This should this should be a whole lot of fun. And, and look, summer league's fun. I know some people hate it, but, you know, like yeah. you like seeing it because you like to see – guys you know late round guys you know guys that are in the g league and who's going to end up being in the big team so mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to it let's just, just see how something should be fun this year yeah it should be uh chris who are you looking forward to seeing uh in the summer league is there one player you're you're specifically targeting oh i'm, I'm looking at patrick williams even though somebody i don't know what i don't know how do you evaluate players how good do you i don't know but i want to see him just look like he wants to score and handle the ball more and just be more – I want him to look like he doesn't belong there. Even though Tony Snell did that to us, Dave, mm. a couple years ago, oh, I still want him to be it. like, why why, why am I in summer league, bro? Mm. Like, why am I here? Like, seriously, mm. I'm beasting these dudes. You know, so Patrick Williams is my guy. Uh, and, of course, um, Marco, you want to see, you know, what can, what can he do? Hey, yo, I like that, yo. I was telling Dave, I, I don't even watch college basketball, but the, the Bull drafted the only guy I actually watched play for the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> So I, I've always loved him in college. He got better every year. So I'm looking to see, you know, because like some guys in college, as you notice, they don't really kind of show what they can do, right? Like, oh, my guy, I didn't know he could shoot the jump shot. I didn't know he could do that. I wonder if AO is going to show us that, hey, I'm actually more of a, you know, one-on-one player than people think. I want to see him. Sh- I want him to show me something that I didn't think he had in college because you're under, you know, the way the college run offices, sometimes you can't really shine the way you want to. So I'm, I'm looking to see what he could do on, on this level. And really enough, Devon Dotson, like, he's, like, he doesn't look that bad when he plays. So, so like, so like I, I, so I, I want to see, can he play in the league? I, I don't mind having a short point guard in the league on the, on the team, you know, come you in. Don't. I don't, yeah, at all. <laughs> <laughs> You know, guys, guys who couldn't have a foot growth squirt, you know, in high school. Those are people. I don't mind having those people because I feel them. <laughs> <laughs> I them. They really, like, they really like them, though. But they really yeah. like yeah, them, but, though. So, so. so you mentioned one person today. I mentioned, like, four people. But, yeah, Patrick Williams is is uh, is my is, is the guy I'm looking okay. at. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you all at all. I think – uh, Excluding excluding Dotson, who you're right, Chris. I'm I'm be looking at him and like uh Troy Bradley too. But excluding those guys, um those main three, Patrick Williams, uh uh Io and Mark, are you who you're looking at? Now for me, Pat, yeah, I'm gonna watch you. Io, yeah, I'm gonna watch you. But if that one person I'm about to be scrutinizing and have six of my eyes on, 
is going to be Marco Simonovic. Like, I'm going to be watching him like a hawk. You hear me? I am focused on this dude right here. Because if he is anything solid and good, he answers a lot of questions for your front court help because of how tall he is and how big he is and the way he shoots and the way he rebounds. If he looks like anything, I'm going to be happy. There's nobody's game I'm going to critique more than his i'm going to be watching him just laser focused watching everything that he does and watching how he moves and anything that he does because i'm not honestly i'm not worried about patrick williams because i know he's good but we just want to see what level of good he really wants to be so that's where we're at with him i owe i already know he's going to make the team and i know how good he is defensively if if you want if you want to remove the fact that he won an award saying I'm the best point guard in, in college. If you even want to just remove that, you can just look at the fact that that dude plays defense. Um, and he plays it very, very, very well. And he's a guy also that worked to get to where he is. That takes a lot of work because he was not that. Chris watched him, like you said, all those three years. He was not that last year, and he definitely wasn't that his first year. So the fact he is where he is now, super impressive. So I'm not worried about him. But Marco, I know nothing about. He is the question mark. He is the guy I had eyes on of uh, just watching overseas. And if it's anybody that put a put a uh, put the kibosh on watching somebody overseas be good, it's Larry Marketing. Because if it was anybody, <laughs> if it was anybody, I would call Chris late night about because I was watching him on uh, oh, killing boy. it overseas. It's Larry Marketing, and I mean. I just, if I can't, Lakina, I can't tell you the nights I sat in here with my brain just out of my head next to me on the ground because it doesn't understand. It's not computing what I'm seeing this and not seeing that in the NBA. It made no sense to me at all. And so Marco has a lot to, and it's not his fault, but he has a lot to live up to because I went through that. And so I'm watching him like a hawk, man. I have to see it. He's got to show it to me. I really hope that he pans out. Now, the one thing that gives me hope is because it was a pick from AK, <laughs> Mark Eversley. That's what gives me hope. And he also played on the same team as Nikola Jokic. Jokic is from the same team uh, that Jokic was over there also. So those things give me hope because I trust who's getting him. But I'm talking about Hawk Vision, baby. Eagle eyes. Like, I'm just I'm on him. Looking at lasers, putting it in his face. Well, look, I think look, Simonovich, Simonovich, I think, you know, he is, if he, if he's anything like Jokic, I think we'll be really pretty good. Just a fraction <laughs> of it. He doesn't have to be, look, we're not asking for MVP type not, level. Just no, be, no. just be the a fraction of what Jokic is and then we'll be fine. If not, you know, look, we can all, you know, kind of like do throw our stones later. But look, that's another, that's another guy. I feel like, you know, a lot of Bulls fans, I think you're not the only one. I'm sure like mm-hmm. lots of Bulls fans will have his eyes on, on him especially because we really don't know anything about him yet we we yeah. know we know who p will is we know who io is we know some of the other guys you know rather junior will not uh, back to junior i should say but we don't know too much about some of it so we i think people want to see him and, and are curious to see how he looks is he nba ready so mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll see should be interesting yeah, yeah one of the things you can gauge is right away is like were you open for a three-point shot? Are you going to hit it? Okay. And your personality on the floor. I think I want to see that. I want to see the personality on the floor. Like, are you trying to dominate? I don't care if you trash or not. I want to know, are you trying to win? So, 
and can you, and can you hit over three point shot? And I'm looking at this thing, KK Mega Basket, Montenegro. What the heck is that? Is that his team name? Don't matter. Don't matter. That's dope. <laughs> KK Mega Basket is what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's my new album. With an accent, right? Right. That's accent, it with an accent, I it. think. Mega Basket. Yeah. yeah that's probably <laughs> how they say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put some more stank on it. You're right. Um, before we get to um, our announcement for the Tournament of Trash, Kina, I want to ask you about Zach Levine. Um, mm-hmm. Zach Levine, obviously with Team USA, uh, completed uh, <laughs> the run in the uh, Olympics with the mm-hmm. USA basketball team winning gold by beating uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, TLC, and, and the rest of uh, the players on France. Uh, Lakina, can you tell the people how important this is that Zach Levine uh, not only being on the team is important but actually bringing home a gold medal can you speak to the importance of that uh, for him it's just it just takes them to a whole new level I think once you're on that team especially with the NBA players and look he got he got in because someone else got COVID so that's how he was able to get in there and I look he definitely contributed and and I and you know, sorry about that, folks, but, uh, you know, he definitely contributed and, you know, contributed to all the games. And, you know, there was a little scare that maybe, you know, did he have COVID once, you know, everything else started kind of going into place there. But once everyone, he and everyone else got into a rhythm and look, he was definitely contributing in the gold gold medal, you know, in the semifinal game. Not much of a contributing the gold medal game, but you know what, you, you had KD, so you didn't need to. And plus, <laughs> he kind of had KD as a mentor. So I'm sure he's been getting, you know, some advice, you know, some little coaching and how he can improve himself, you know, his leadership and, you know, and, and the game you know, itself. So the fact that, look, you're, you're in that forever, like whatever happens, you know, if he doesn't get named to another Olympic team, you have a gold medal now. He has that in his resume. So, and hopefully, you know, his game will get improve even, you know, even more by this performance in the Olympics. Very true. Chris, uh, the importance of this was that. Man, great. Uh, winning a gold medal. How awesome must that be? I don't care if you're like, get, didn't get any minutes. You won a gold medal. JaVale McGee. Right. I almost got it in the game <laughs> because uh, somebody was, you know, Rudy Gobert was destroying the in the paint. But um, but yet to have a gold medal, the, the pride you have to know that you're elite enough to have this rare, this rare medal that Few people have. And then when you heard for over the years for people who's been, who played in the Olympics, is that they can, they get a chance to measure their game against, you know, am I really that good? You know, how great is Durant? Do they actually work that hard? You know, you know, well, you know, so so he got a chance to, you know, because Levine works hard, yep. but but there's different ways to work hard. And he gets a chance to see how other players work hard. You know, the way when Cody Bryant, you know, used to watch each other work, you know, work hard. They took things from each other's work workouts. So I'm hoping he takes. I hope he takes the little, you know, little learnings from the coaches and also for the for the players he played with, and go. I need to add that to my game. I need to work out like that. Or I am good. Oh, I'm better than him at that, but I didn't know that. So that, I, I think, you know, his sense of pride has elevated. Oh, mm. uh, his sense of worth has elevated, and 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 to go and and, and to go as the leader of the Bulls. Um, does anybody else in the Bulls have a gold medal? The Rosen did. The Rosen play in the Olympics. Um, I don't know if the Rosen does or not. I think so. Now, I don't think yeah, so right. You come in, gold medal Olympic, and you're the leader of the team. That's a different. You're for Scotty, Michael, 
on a player. This is this is it. Just you're you're different now, and hopefully, you know that it translated to a better, you know, even more improved game for Zach. Uh, so I, I think it means a lot just to be around the top tier. You know, you went to a five star Michelin restaurant. They get five stars on Michelin. Five stars <laughs> restaurant. You taste the best. You know, and and he, now he knows what a great Kobe steak tastes like. I know mm. what that tastes like. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm not to get there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just well, just a note though, DeRosa actually does have a gold medal. He, he actually does. was on the last Olympic team. That's what I thought he did. Well, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he has he's a got conversation one for the World Cup as well too. So. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Canada. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. You're right. You can you can have that conversation. It puts you. I, I kept saying using the analogy because it's funny you use you know Kobe steak and eating in it because I kept using the analogy uh, a seat at the table. This is what this was for him. Like mm-hmm. you're getting invited to the cool kids table, you know. Like this is what this is, and you get to sit with the best of the best and know that you belong there. You know, like you're supposed to be here. That means a lot to a guy who isn't used to winning. You know, and you Chris, you've heard me say a million times, you know, he's never won four games in a row in his career. And the fact that now he's won four games and now five games because he's won a gold medal. <laughs> What's number five? five? Yes. And now he can bring that back here right to his teammates and show them, you know, it's again, it's, it's something you can touch. It's tangible. Like you can look at it, you can see it and you can show it to him like, yeah, I did this and I just did this. This is what this work pays off. This is what this got me. We can all be this. I would put it around Patrick Williams' neck immediately. You know, like, bro, like, this is what you can be. Like, this is what you can have. You can have this. We saw what it did for Jimmy Butler when he went to the Olympics and won that gold medal. When you came back a whole different person uh, as far as on the court uh, with, with more relationships. Like, he and D-Wade have saw a relationship that is what it is now uh, because of it. So. It improves you uh, as a basketball player and a guy who's still in his prime and probably not even really touched it yet. We talked we talk glimpses of it last year, but a guy who he it just improves so much, man. And I get I get I get so excited and happy for him because I know he deserves stuff like this because of how good he is and how hard he works. And he don't complain about nothing, man, except about not winning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I just want to win. And you want to see him win and you want good things for people like that. So to see him get these things and knowing that it's going to elevate him uh, in, in status and uh, in 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 uh, what he does for his team, the elevation you're going to see, it's going to be big. It's going to be big and it's good. I got two gold medalists on the team now. I got, uh, what, three all-stars on the team now. You know, stop the season, baby. This is real. This is real. And I'm, and I'm excited. I'm very happy. Uh, before we go, uh, Chris uh, was teasing you guys at the beginning about what the new this year, the 2021 Tournament of Trash that shall begin um, next week. He teased you all <laughs> with the topic that we're using last year was probably uh, our most favorite. Uh, oh, I speak for myself. It was my, my most favorite one, which was um, worst Jim Boylan quotes. Uh, <laughs> it came to me. It came to me, and I immediately called Chris and I said, "I got it. <laughs> I got it. I know it. This is what it is." And Chris said, "Cool." And I mean, everything just came flooding out. It was the quickest one I had ever done. 
I didn't have to really look anything up too much. It was so simple because I knew all the foolishness that this man had spouted throughout his life and time. So that was fun. I could have made it 32. We kept it to 16. I think that's a good number from now. We, we keep things to 16 because uh, we don't want to get too, too, too much for people. So, uh, Chris, you're the one who came up with it. So, sir, please announce this year's Ball on Bulls 2021 Tournament of Trash. You know what? I don't. We never came up with a title. I never came with a title. So oh, I'm I got it. Oh, you got, I okay. got your back. I got your back. I, I was gonna say. I, I'm really gonna say the same thing. Okay. Don't worry about it. I got your back. I got your I, back. The title of this one is <laughs> Worst Ball Takes. Oh Lord! <laughs> Good Lord! So, 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 the idea of this looking is that is that you know, Dave and I, we like I said, we shoot from the hip. We do this live, we do an edit, and we have some good and bad takes. So this is on us. This is mm-hmm. our takes, and some of our, you know, from, from takes from from some of the, the, you know, the family of the ball or the ball network. Correct. So this, mm-hmm. this is our bad takes. We own our takes. We don't mm-hmm. shy away from our mistakes and our dumb takes. Dumb yes. good. We, we have some great takes, and we have some good takes, and we have some bad takes. These are the bad ones that we said over the years on the show on air, pretty much on air. We said a lot of things off there, which you don't make the show because we don't have proof. But these are things said on air from me, Dave, and some of the ball family. D Jackson is on the list. Um, yeah. Myself, he Dave. Know it yet this is gonna be fun. Yeah, doesn't know it yet. <laughs> no, yet. So we have. So so these are some crazy, right? All right. So you know, uh, I think I, I like this be a lot because you know, you know, they, we're trying to be humble, and I don't think many people would do this. <laughs> And David, no. I don't care. So we're gonna do it, and we're gonna we're gonna own it. And I'm gonna, hey, yeah, I I I like it, Chris. Like you said, um, nobody's right a hundred percent of the time. No, no. But you know, I feel like Michael Jordan. You know, he's like I've missed, I've failed over and over no and over again, again <laughs> and that is why I succeed. It made it no commercial. That's right, and that's how we feel. Like we're not gonna always get it right. Uh, and when we get it wrong, we let each other know <laughs> when we get it wrong and we mess with each other about it a lot. So, yeah, that's what this is going to be. These takes aren't they're bad. Some of them are bad. Like, oh, man, they turned out to be bad. Uh, some of them, they just borderline. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe, you know, but we were wrong. You know what I mean? Like, we were wrong. We got it wrong. We're going to stand on it. You know what I mean? You got to stand on your stuff out here. So we're standing on it. And like Chris said, it involves ball family members uh guys like uh d jackson who i promise he will be the first he's always the first guest he has no idea this is coming um (laughs) it's gonna be funny because he does not like being wrong and and he does not like being reminded of it but i love reminding him of it all the time and so that's gonna be it's gonna be fun like i just i promise you it's gonna be so much fun for for those who followed us over the years i'm pretty sure you know, our devoted listeners have, have gone out and said, remember that time, Dave, and Dave, you said that? What about that time? You said, it's coming up. This is this is your moment here. If you've been a fan of the show, trust me, yeah. we know what we said about Luca yeah. and all these players. And yes. the we know what we oh, said. He said it. Yes, he did. <laughs> I dropped one hint. So that's how we're coming for, you know, this uh, this yeah. this round of uh, yeah. Turn the Trial. I said the rank. I haven't. I looked at it. So I have to rank them probably today or tomorrow. I'll do the ranking. And we're going to do like we normally do. The week, we're going to uh, spit out, you know, the graphic. Yeah, we'll what have the graphic for share. guys. We'll have three guests. There are three rounds to the t- to the tournament, um, and then the final round. Uh, we'll have a guest guest each week. 
on it. Um, I won't say it here. I'll let I'll let the graphic uh, tell you who it is. Uh, and every last guest, we have a very special guest uh, who will decide who goes to the championship round. And when the championship round happens, we will put that poll on Twitter. And you wonderful people out there who check out the show and all you wonderful people in Bulls Nation get to vote and tell us which is the worst ball take. And you will decide which one it is. So I'm excited. Um, I, I, we came goodness. up with the list. We saw him. We laughed. We said, oh, my God, I can't believe we said that. <laughs> but, Lakina, what are your what are your feelings right now? What are you what are you thinking about this? Oh, oh, this is this is going to be fun. I, I looked because they're all you probably do like a whole like book on bad takes, bad hoops yeah. takes. I mean, there's sure. like you can literally like scour the, the Internet and scour the TV and you know, there are all types of bad takes in various forms, whether it's, you yeah. know, a player, a team, conference, whatever. You, this is, mm-hmm. ooh, this is going to be very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it because I think, Chris, I think our percentage is really high, honestly, on being right. I think our field percentage is really oh, yeah, it's, excellent, it's pretty, it's pretty to be high. honest with To be for real. I think I, but like I said, nobody's perfect. Nobody's getting it right 100% of the time. Uh, you just, you know, the point is you want to be more right than wrong. That's the whole point of it all. So, We've been right a lot, and we appreciate people letting us know how right we are a lot on these things, but we got to be real, and that's why y'all like us, because we honest, so (laughs) (laughs) if we can't be honest with ourselves, who can we be honest with y'all? You know what I mean? That's how it goes. Oh, man. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for joining us and hanging out with us, man. Lakina, please let the people know where they can find you, where they can listen to you, where they can show you all the love that you deserve. Where can they do this at? Well, you can follow me at Keena McGee at K-E-E-N-A-M-C-G-E-E on the Twitter at Keena underscore McGee on the Instagram. We can listen to our and watch our show, our show, Second City Sports, every Mondays and Fridays at noon Central Time. We'll now be on Sports Zone Chicago. That's S. That's Sports Zone Chicago. But you can still listen to the the podcast version on at. We we at War Media. That's W A R R Media. So you got you got you know, various places that you can listen and watch us. So you guys are right. covered. Shout out to your co-host Sydney, man. He's a good dude. Shout out to him. Mm-hmm. And thank y'all for listening to us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I won't say it like Lakita because you say it so cool all the time. I'm like and the Twitter, I so dope. <laughs> but you can find us on Twitter at uh Ball Sports B A W L Sports. Uh, you can also follow Chris on Twitter at BallSports1. Why Chris hasn't changed his Twitter handle to Lonzo Bow yet. I have not know what he's doing. I honestly don't know what he's doing. Um, but you can follow him there. You can follow us on Instagram under BallSports and listen to our show wherever you find podcasts, Chris. Yeah, you can also hit us up on BallSports.com, B-A-W-O-Sports.com. We have links to the podcast networks that we um, and social media there. And uh, yeah, look out for Terminator Trash um, graphics. Um, they're going to be on Twitter, uh, our Instagram, Ball Sports as well. So check out those uh, social medias and uh, look up for more information. Also, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, just search for BAWL um, on YouTube. It'll come right up. And uh, they, I don't know, do you want to put this on the video? Oh, this video? This is a good show. I was show. thinking, this is a fun show. I'm glad me and you are here. It's a fun show. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to have. They have clever graphics on the, on the YouTube, but I think you know, see, see the beautiful Lakina, see the, the spectacular looking Dave, and the handsome, see the who's also a manslaughter, manslaughter, a serial killer guy, uh, with Superman three posts in the background. 
happens. It happens. I'm not here to judge, Chris. I'm not here to judge. <laughs> but yes. yeah, so we should. Yeah, so yeah, YouTube as well. And um, yeah, man, that's a great, it's a fun show. Lakina, fun awesome. show. We appreciate you, Lakina McGee, for joining thank us. Thank you. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for stopping by. Don't make yourself a stranger. We will definitely have you on again. Anytime. Anytime. For the homie Lakina <laughs> and my man Chris, aka C Dub. I am Big Dave. We'll see y'all for the tournament of trash. Y'all be cool. We out. Be blessed. Be Peace. safe, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>